Hello and welcome to another episode. We're back consecutive weeks because we love you guys and uh, we're recording today on Wednesday. So uh, there's some stuff that's going to happen tomorrow. I noted in the notes, we'll point out out because it's going to be kind of past the fact, but one little thing, but uh, thank you all for coming through, saying hello to us, listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, make sure to follow us at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. You can get our gaming links, Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikToks, you name it. Um, go there, follow us, like, and subscribe to all that stuff. Um, we got some deaths this week. They're actually older, except for the first one, which the first one I recognize. Well, wait, for, first off, you got to wish everybody a happy May the 4th, even though it's it's past. And, you yes. know, so, t- so today, as we record, is, you it know, is Revenge Cinco de Mayo the right now. Yeah. So, and Cinco de Mayo. So, whatever you, you celebrate, whether it's, you know, Star Wars or, or Cinco de Mayo, you know, we want to wish, wish you all and, and be safe out there. Yes, and uh, con- uh, we'll talk later about the reopening of Disney, but I'm jealous about everybody who uh, got to go and actually experience it on May the 4th like they were supposed to last year. So congratulations to all of you guys. Um, so we're going to start off with the deaths, as we do pretty much every week. The first one, um, I don't know how to pronounce the last, but it says it's spelled basically as El Rositas. Um, he's the guy who is famous for the gift, basically. And the video when it started uh, of a Hispanic gentleman just laughing hysterically. He's missing quite a bit of teeth. Um, I believe he was a comedian. And um, he passed away at the age of 69, sadly. Um, did it say wh- how he passed? Um, no, his actual, yeah, Spanish comedian and actor. That was his stage name, 2015, with the meme. Uh, and his actual name is um, Juan Hoya uh Boraha Borja B O R J A Borja uh, mm-hmm. Yeah sorry I butchered his name Um uh let me scroll down <laughs> uh, hospital He died from complications from his illness later that afternoon So I mean oh, it what? could have been it could have been anything Oh right? geez. so in September 2020 Underwent uh, an interventional for, or was it intervention? Oh, underwent interv- in- intervention for a vascular problem and had a leg amputated. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And then on noon, April 28th, he was transferred to, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the hospital in Spain, after a sudden relapse. Died from complications from his illness later that afternoon at the age of 65. 69, I thought. Oh, well, Wikipedia says 65, but I wouldn't trust um, Wikipedia. Yeah. So, um, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know he had his leg amputated. I mean, not that I follow him very closely, but yeah. That's insane. Cause like, I remember, I, I don't even remember, I don't even remember like how I found that meme. I just thought it was crazy. You know what I mean? Like seeing that. Right. Well, and he just had a birthday too. I think it was the beginning of April, like April 5th. I want to say it was, I already mm-hmm. exited out of the Wikipedia page. So he just had a birthday. So. Well, it's sad. It, it's, it sounded like, yeah, that he didn't, 
since September that he might have had prob- health problems. Yeah, that's not the yeah, that's that's pretty sad. Like especially yeah. cuz you see so many of these people who are basically in the entertainment industry and they're not doing anything like glamorous. They're literally trying to improve their health and something right. like this happens. So that's pretty sad. Um, we also had Johnny Crawford who passed away. He's only 75. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he was um, uh, Mark McCain as a child actor on the Rifleman. Uh, but he was kind of the reason why he's in here is most notably he was one of the first Mouseketeers on the Mickey Mouse Club. So he um, he sadly passed away. Oh, also made appearances in TV series in the 50s, including The Lone Ranger, Count of Monte Cristo, and The Loretta Young Show. So it seemed like he was, um, you know, a cowboy. There's not, there's not very guy. much good stuff I've seen about... Um, basically mouseketeers is, is that have you noticed that um i like like older mouseketeers of that era a lot of just uh, like pass bad away young. stories you pass, well not just that like they pass away young or they you know they run into drug problems they run into money problems a lot of them didn't do much cuz like people don't know so like a lot of them basically had like deals with Disney. People don't realize there's a lot of Disney deals that people can get where you're kind of, I don't know, you're, you're, you're like held on contract basically. And so when you do the contract, you can't basically perform anywhere else and I have heard a lot of those guys didn't do anything else because it just didn't work out for them. It was for whatever reason, it ended up just not working out. So a lot of these guys, it's almost like they, I don't know, they just kind of hit a wall and it was just super depressing. And I'm, I, it's sad for me because, you know, what do, what do they have? They don't have anything else. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, unless you're kind of like a, a childhood actor and have done well and able to continue um acting in that era it's kind of like hey if you do it and then you don't find anything else then all of a sudden you know you kind of got to hold on to that one thing that you did uh you know and write that out as long as you can whether you do like guest appearances or signings or you know right. now with all these different cons or whatnot you know comic cons you could go to and hey you know make a a guest appearance and you're not gonna draw high dollar value like the big names but still be there get get paid for it um so yeah and then you know sometimes you see him hey you know now he's like a walmart greeter not there's anything wrong with that but you know no but it it, it is yeah you make yeah it makes sense like it's kind of depressing because they're like they did yeah. all this stuff, and then you see them. I mean, the most recently was the girl who was in Hairspray, who she was working in a salon sweeping up hair, and people, she was just like, well, I'm just trying to make it by, you know. I'm uh, exactly, I'm, I'm trying to make ends, ends meet here. E- exactly. Yeah, but it's it stinks with um, with Johnny. He, uh, he died after battling Alzheimer's disease, and then on top of that, he got COVID as well. So he... It was rough there. 
So well, that's not good. Yeah, it doesn't say that. I mean, he passed from COVID or whatnot. It just says that he um had both of them. So yeah. Well, uh, sorry about that. I hear the the little keyboard disconnect and connect, but uh, yeah. So that one was one that I didn't. I mean, I don't follow. Like, I'm not like L here. I'm a uh, mouse mouse mouseketeer expert, but it seems like whenever I see some sort of story about one of them, it, it's not it's not the greatest. It's not healthy. It's not, it's just, it's all around just bad for the most part. So it is what it is. Um, Next we had the one that he had to explain to me. uh, Tim did uh, Michael Collins and you can run with him because you know more about him than I do. (laughs) Well, what little bit I've known, but uh, Michael Collins was a NASA astronaut and what kind of, he was the, um, third man on the moon landing everyone knows obviously neil armstrong his famous words first man on the moon then he got mm-hmm. buzz aldrin who was second man on the moon right neil armstrong well they had to get up there and get back somehow so michael collins was the uh, what it say he commanded the mo- uh, module pilot so as they you know neil armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were messing around on the moon. He was circling the moon in the in the module when they were ready, and then picked him up and came back home. So he was kind of the unspoken one, but had a pretty important role because if anything happened, well, Buzz and Neil were going to be stuck up there. Exactly. So, yeah, he passed away at ninety after battling um, cancer. It said on his uh, his Facebook page. Oh, that's crazy. So cancer for him. And then um, lastly, we had George Jung, who Tim had to explain to me was the basis for the movie Blow. Um, He was only 78. um, So obviously a drug uh, aficionado with the Medellin cartel under um, Pablo Escobar. And yeah. yeah. And he he trafficked a lot of... uh of the cocaine um, in and primarily through the California channel and then across to the East coast. And, you know, they were saying, Oh, you know, before, you know, whether a trucking it over or whatnot, but he started using, you know, the airplanes, private uh, landing strips, and then started building his fleet up from there. It's like, Holy, I could bring a lot more in quicker and then get it out. And they were saying he was making, millions of dollars sometimes a day um depending on what he brought over and he was just a middleman i mean he got it (laughs) from the cartel uh you know down south columbia brought it up and then you know to put it out to the dealers or whatnot or to that the stash houses and you know see it later then it would go and that was just his little cut of it um he did pretty well then obviously ended up in in jail and whatnot and i think he was in and out of jail until like the mid 90s no 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 no. oh where the heck was it of course i just had it and anyways i think it was um oh now i can't find it anyways um 
but I he think it was sorry, released not, not, in 2014. Yeah, I would say it no, wasn't mid 90s. It was mid 2000 or uh, yeah. 2000. So 2014, he was released. He was re- scheduled halfway his release date, and then he completed his halfway house fully released for custody November 27th, 2014. Oh, well, hold on. But then I think he, he got he, he got arrested again. He was arrested for a parole violation on 2016. He had been arrested for making a paid promotional appearance that had been arranged by his manager, but not cleared by his parole officer, according to him on social media, his yeah. current girlfriend. He was released from a halfway house in, 2000, in 2017, thus completing his punishment for his 2016 parole violation. Wow. Yeah, so he was... <laughs> yeah, but he was the, the character that Johnny Depp's um, was based on in the movie Blow. So he was 78... Yeah, it doesn't say, so, it doesn't say what you. Yeah, no cause of death was given. Yeah, so to to hopefully end that sad note because I think everything else is pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, um, seventy eight, living that cartel life. I mean, he's old for most. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, and shoot, that means that he was still uh, what seventy when he was in jail. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't like. No, like San Quentin or anything like that, but he was still up there in age. Wow. So it doesn't even make like it doesn't even say when he was in jail fully because, um, that's weird. Like it's a, there's a lot of stuff on here that just says like he worked clean jobs. He became dressed in 1994 after correcting there. He was arrested. In 94, he built a pleaded guilty 60-year sentence. Okay. Right. So he was in jail for... He was in jail from 94 until 2014. So that was a significant period of time. So... Yeah. Um, and he was like, led here and effectively cut Jung out by going straight to Barley. Okay. Wow, that is crazy. And then Pablo Escobar allowed him to testify against... <laughs> the other dude right. to get him out I of just, jail. That's I just crazy. read that sentence. That's crazy. He gave him his <laughs> approval. His per- permission, his approval to do it. So that's crazy. Right. Um, so uh, next, the last, the last one. That's the last one. Okay. Yep. So the next thing we're going to talk about, it's not official. It's not like anything real yet. Uh, Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, they are in talks right now to um to fight in september now a lot of this stuff you know a lot of times it's it's hit and miss i know especially with with the recent events of these um other fighters these other people trying to make it big in fighting who aren't normally fighters they are professional fighters correct um (laughs) That basically, they, they've kind of, I don't know, they haven't weakened it, but I do feel like there's a lot less, you know, whenever whenever something's going to happen, a fight itself, it's just kind of like, oh, it's just another fight. It's like no big deal anymore. And especially with the news of um, Triller, who put on the Jake Paul fight, they're basically uh, suing anyone who illegally streamed it and they're giving everyone 60 days where if you if you want to pay for it you have 60 days to pay for it so you send them 50 bucks they won't they won't go after you kind of thing 
So it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, well, uh, you know, we're going to see what happens. But they are in talks. Both sides have confirmed they're in talks. So it, it is one of those things where you kind of hope, like, will they get something done? Won't they get something done? Because, it, I mean, in reality, it's kind of a big deal. You know, they they both are kind of more similar. Because I don't know when Lennox Lewis is kind of similar to Tyson. He hasn't fought in a significant amount of time. So it's not like, you know, the last fight he did. What, who did he fight last one? I can't remember uh, who he fought. <laughs> He retired but, in 08. Right. And, but the last person that Tyson fought, like, retired like three years ago, four years ago. So yeah. it's, it's not like you're fighting somebody that's, you know, because I mean, come on. Tyson's older, but he's still got it, man. You watch those videos and he's just a savage. Oh, well, like, that last, the crazy. last fight that he did with, um, I can't remember the guy's name, um, that he, I was very impressed with Tyson and Ty, you know, he was, he was wanting it. And then to say that, okay, Hey, he's, you know, that was a one-time was not a one-time thing and wants to do it more like, dude, if he gets training on it and especially, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's in a better mindset now than what he was back then. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be, I mean, not just it's that, not even, awesome. not even the, just the mindset. You got to think, too, like when he last when he last fought, basically, he. He was fighting. We, we, we looked at it. They were fighting a lot more back then. Yeah, a lot more. So in reality, if somebody is fighting that much, the emotional toll it probably takes on you because you got to think, you know, you're not. I, I get it. You're 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 working hard on what you're doing, but uh, man, I don't know. I, I I mean, after so many times of getting hit in the head, I think a lot of times people are just kind of like, no, uh, I'm out. And that's basically, I think, what happened with him is, you know, I don't even know. He may have brain damage. He may have had some stuff that we don't know about that his brain was able to heal from. So. Um, I'm excited for him. I hope they do get this fight. And I feel like, cause when did he fight last? He fought into last year, right? Um, who Lennox Lewis? No. Um, Tyson. When oh. was that fight? Uh, oh, his, his, yeah, it was last year. No. Cause I watched it. Where were we at? Yeah. It was Thanksgiving. Yeah. So if he's going for like one fight a year, and, oh yeah. So he and he's. I don't, I don't think he's doing it for money because he's got that with the yeah. weed farm and all the strain of marijuana that he's killing it with. Right. So I think this is literally just like a thing to prove for himself. So fingers yep, it's, crossed. It's something to do then, besides caring for his pigeons. Exactly. Well, um, so Lewis' last flight was uh, Vitaly Klitschko in '02, and he fought uh, before that. He fought. Uh, Tyson. Oh wait, no, sorry. He fought Tyson in on June eighth, two thousand two, and Lewis beat Tyson to retain the uh, heavyweight belt. And uh, Lewis sued boxing promoter Don King for three hundred five million. Good for him. How come it doesn't have a date on here? So he He's last fought bunch- in two thousand three. 
Yeah, was it 2003? 2003 was when he ended his career. So his yeah. last fight was against, like you said, Kitch, Kitchko. Klitschko, yeah. So, oh, so basically, I remember this. I actually remember this. Um, basically, this why he sued Don King was he was forced to give up his belt in 2002 for not facing the next person who was eligible to fight for the belt. So then Tyson pulled out of a rematch. And, yeah. And then basically it was supposed to be a title defense card. So because of that, he was supposed to face that person. So so yeah, Johnson got hurt, and then he, saw, he fought Vitaly Kitschko, the number one contender and former WBO champion. Lewis planned to fight in December, but since Klitschko had been in undercard of the Johnson fight. Anyway, they agreed to square off on the 21st. Oh, yeah, June 21st. It was the highest weight he had been. Um, Lewis, oh, wow. So, yeah. They stopped it because of a cut above his left eye, Kitschko's left eye, awarding Lewis a victory by TKO. He And Kitschko was leading 58-56 on all three cards. Yeah, so, and that was in the third uh, round yeah. that they stopped it. Yeah, so basically he hasn't fought in forever. And that was in the Staples Center, that fight. And then, so, and then Mike Tyson, besides that one fight, I mean, it's been, and they're actually the same age. So he's 54. Mike Tyson's 54, and Lennox Lewis is 55. And the last time, you see, this is what sucks about these ones. It just got so much crap on it. Right. And let's see. Wow, it doesn't even say. Oh, it's exhibition fights. Oh, because you get a skip because he went to prison. So it's talking about prison. So 2005, it looks like. I think it was the last time he fought professionally. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, he was so in the middle of a fight. On, yeah, and John, on June 11, 2005, he stunned the boxing world by quitting before the start of the seventh round in a close bout against journeyman Kevin McBride. He stated that he fought McBride for a payday, and he did, he did not anticipate winning, that he was in poor physical condition and fed up with taking boxing seriously after losing three of his last four fights. He said he would quit boxing because he felt he had lost his passion. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow, well, that's crazy. That is crazy. So, I mean, he got three, two more years, basically, but I wouldn't count that last year. So 2004 was his last real fight. So we'll see what happens. I'm optimistic that it's going to be just as good as it was before. And I feel like because he's not boxing for money like he, was, like he said he was there, it feels like it's going to be a lot, a, lot, uh, a lot stronger competition. So, yeah. Um, the next thing, this is what I was talking about before we started. So, um. So today, uh, John Krasinski on Cinco de Mayo dropped a hint that tomorrow, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sixth, um, basically, uh, they're going to drop a trailer for the second A Quiet Place Part 2. So I can't sure if it's, I don't know if it's Part 2 or if it's Number 2, it doesn't, I can't remember, but the final trailer drops on Thursday, May 6th, or when you hear this, it'll already be out. Um, so... Go ahead and check it out. This, supposedly, it's supposed to be just as good as the first one, um, but we'll see. Uh, well, I mean, shoot, with how good the first one did, you, 
have to, um, you know, make it as good. If not, you're going to get that backlash from, from everyone. I mean, the, the thing about the first one, people, let me alone know. So John Krasinski wrote it, his wife and him star as a couple in it. And what happened was when John Krasinski was writing it, he kept asking his wife, uh, Emily Blunt, who do you think should be in this? Who do you think should play this character? Cause he was not writing it for her. He was writing it. For, well, I mean, I don't even think he, I don't even know if he was writing for himself. And so she actually was reading it and going, who could I think for this? Who could I think for this? And she kept thinking and thinking. And then finally she flat out said, she's like, after basically being like the person there, uh, yeah. she was like, yeah, I think I have to be the one that, that does it. And so that's, that's basically what happened. And, and it worked out well. It worked out very well. And I was kind of like, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. I mean, I didn't really. It, it, the movie was, eh, you know, I, it, it, the memes that came out of it probably made me laugh more than anything else. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I love everything that John Krasinski does. So I'm kind of, you know, hoping that he does something great with this one too, so that he can keep doing it almost like a Jordan Peele S type thing. Cause Jordan Peele was amazing in, you know, uh, just being the direct, like he was nothing but the, he wasn't, he wasn't, didn't write it for himself. He just literally made a movie, which was, um, get out. And he made it, didn't make it for anybody. He, like he made it actually as a film. He wasn't writing it for himself to star and he wasn't doing it that he was basically just being a good writer. So you hope that this maybe will lead to something for John Krasinski because, you know, I like him as an actor and everything and we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I, I don't really know because you have that great success on your first one. I, I don't know what can, I mean, the basic like repercussions you don't know what they could be they could technically be bad because people are like nah i'm not all about this i don't want to see this again or they could be like oh my gosh this is the greatest thing ever so we're going to find out shoot soon enough because it is coming out i believe may 29th so memorial day weekend and um since he is a writer now he is big on the only in theaters like people get mad about that like it's not saying it's not going to come out on the video and dvd but a lot of people are really big right now about the i'm not putting this out onto hbo max everyone's mad about that which we talked about last time it's no longer going to be here because they're getting rid of it because people came to terms so no more of that but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I am optimistic. I know he's going to do good because John Krasinski is just all around um, great in everything he's done. Acting, you name it. It's been fantastic on everything that he's done. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the next thing we got is, so this one was kind of crazy because it already was out there that Conan, it was, it's not like a secret, Conan was going to end his show. And ironically enough, we're talking right now, um, a lot of the articles have said that podcasts are the reason why he is no longer going to be doing it because it was kind of like, how do you say it? 
like it, there's no reason why for anyone else to to basically be doing what he's doing the late night talk show especially with everything going on with covid and whatnot it's changed quite a bit people are at their homes things like that but they were just basically saying that you know since this all happened people are just like whatever we're just gonna we don't need we don't need this all we need is basically a regular show so he is ending his show and not only is he officially ending his show on june 24th he's going to hbo max with a variety show and i found out the cool thing about it did you hear what the cool thing about it is no i just i just saw a snippet uh, or a title on it i'm like oh man okay he's basically just gonna do it whenever he wants (laughs) hey i to be honest I like Conan. I've always liked him. I mean, he was writer on The Simpsons, and you know, even with a lot of all of his early stuff, you know, I I enjoyed it. Pro- he's probably one of the one of the late uh, shows that I would actually watch. You know, now and that I think the you know, cool part Letterman for him too is is um, I miss I missed Andy Richter when he was took over for Jay Leno. Well, technically didn't take over because of that whole debacle, but yeah. in that whole process. It was weird because I was like, well, Andy Richter is kind of like his sidekick. He's basically right. He's an Ed uh, McMahon. Ed McMahon to uh to Carson. um Johnny Carson. Yeah. And basically I was like that's that's crazy, you know. I'm glad he's back, but yeah, cuz I guess somebody else is doing oh, um John Daly is going to be doing a show on HBO Max and basically it's the same thing. Whenever he wants to do it, he's going to talk about a topic. So I think I think Conan is supposed to be more structured, but we'll see what happens. But congratulations to him on I can't believe it's been over 10 years he's been on TBS. I think it is. Yeah, he's been on it for for a while. And the nice thing is if he's going to do it just on his whenever he wants to, I think it'll be um and it being a, the variety show type esque. Um, I think it'll be really good because it's not okay. I got to pump it out, pump it out, pump it out. You know, they're expecting this, expecting that. Right. Or it's like, <laughs> I think it's going to be like once a week or something like that. Um, or like I mean, you said, we'll I mean, see. Wh- wh- who knows? Wh- whenever he, whenever I mean, he really wants it's up, to. It's so up to him. Exactly. You know that that's perfect where he could put even more time and effort into it. Um, and I, think I just, that's... I just hope it does well. Well, and that's the problem. Like the big thing where people need to realize is so a lot of younger people are finding him whatnot. They don't really know the, the, the drama that was late night. Cause late night, I remember, I remember, I'll never forget. Like when Jay Leno was getting ready to retire, all the stuff about Letterman started coming up about how Letterman was passed over, even though he was Johnny Carson's choice to take over the tonight show. He basically had late night with David Letterman, which came on after the tonight show and Letterman left when he found out that Jay Leno was taking over and Conan went on late night with Conan O'Brien and he was on there forever. And then he left to do the tonight show, but Jay Leno wasn't ready to leave. It was like a forced move because ratings were dropping. And so Jay Leno held like this weird show before tonight show and they changed the start time for the tonight show so that jay leno could get his time in so instead of starting at 11 it started like at 11 30 and jay leno had a 30 minute show or something weird like that and then they ended up saying well 
Conan O'Brien's ratings are horrible. It's like, no, the show leading into the show is horrible. So you're losing people. So the people that were the, just there to watch Conan were like, well, I'm not waiting through this garbage. And the ones who were watch, just watching Jay Leno, they left because they're like, well, Jay Leno's over. So then they basically bought out Conan. And um, I actually still have the save Conan um, little meme thingy. It was one of the first photos I posted on Facebook when I signed up. And it basically, he got let go. They paid him out his full money. And then he had time to decide where he's going. He went to DBS. And then Jay Leno came back to the Tonight Show, which is now Jimmy Fallon's. And um, the late night, the late show was with Craig Ferguson. And then he didn't like the way that they were told, telling him to bash certain people. So he left. Um, and if you don't know Craig Ferguson, he's Scott. I think he was Scottish. He's Scottish. I think so. Yeah. He was on the Drew Carey show. He played Drew's boss. And um, he's he was he, he reminds me of my grandpa a lot. Like my grandpa, I'll never forget, we're Portuguese. When he came over, his proudest day was when he became an American citizen. He was so stoked, so excited. Craig Ferguson's the same thing. He has the tattoo on his arm of the broken snake on his arm for the don't tread on me. It's insane. Los, the live for your die is the tattoo he has. And I remember when he became an American citizen, he was super stoked, super proud. And so he just, um, he was just got praised recently when Britney Spears was going through her, you know, um, you know, issues. He was like saying, this is not a joke. Don't make fun of her. And everyone was applauding him because that showed what kind of character he had. Well, he left. Well, now we have James Corden. So it's, it's been a mess. For about 15 years in late night, about 15 years ago, it was crazy. And then, like, George Lopez even had his own show that went bye-bye. So there's a lot of stuff that, for some of these people who are, you know, listening now, they, they never even knew about it. And Right. Well, and it's, it's funny because you know, he had, like, the late show. Then he had, like, the late, late show. I'm like, okay, yep. guys, really, let's let's not, you know, let's be original here. Yeah, that's true. Um, So we have... Basically, everything else is almost all Disney stuff, but I feel like some of this stuff is not a Disney pile because this is all entertainment based. So um, before we go on the Disney stuff, let us know what you guys want to hear, what you want to see. Tim's friends, tell him what you want to see because he has access to the agenda, too. So um, make sure you go to FOMOcast, uh, all of our stuff on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. All of our links are there. Um, so the first Disney thing is Loki on Disney Plus release date is moved up two days to June 9th, and they have a new trailer out. Um, I think they realize people are freaking out because, well, Bad Batch, mind you, no spoiler, that was the best episode of, of anything I have watched in so long. It's freaking amazing. I was so stoked. Um, I watched it last night. It's amazing. I can't wait until Friday. It's so That's good. That's what that's like unanimous of what I have heard is that it was the first animated thing from Disney Plus, I believe, or anything from Disney Plus has gotten a perfect score on Rotten Tomato. It was like, everything you would expect. Certain things happen that you wouldn't expect. It just it's perfect. I really enjoy it. But there good. are some things that I want to know what's how it's going to play in the future for certain things. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so we we have that for now, and it's sixteen episodes, so it will take us until. Loki will be out right when that one comes out. And Loki, this is the cool thing I saw today was it is going to be released on Wednesdays. And that coincides with comic book day now. So all the comics 
that are Marvel get released on Wednesdays. So it's kind of like a, a tie there into that. Go, I guess, a little bit. Right. Um, the next little thing we have is the casting has begun, but begin begun for um, Percy Jackson, the Olympians on Disney plus, which will be a series. Obviously they had the movies, which were not too long ago, maybe 10 years at the most. Yeah. Um, and so they're starting that, which I'm excited for because those were kind of cool modern day uh, Olympian type things that, yeah, you know, we haven't really seen too much of. Yeah. Um, and it was a good, um, I do know a lot of people love the movies. I wasn't crazy about them. Um, they got, I remember they had the Pierce Brosnan in it. I mean, come on, James Bond. The original, the new ones? I think so, right? Are you sure? Or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, he was the um, um, like their his the teacher. So Percy Jackson. Oh wow, they have had a bunch. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. It was there was one in two thousand ten, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. He was Sharon or whatever. So, yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to see who the guy, I remember the, the lead guy, he was the lead person, all of them, Logan Lerman. Yeah. I don't know why I know him, but his face, I, oh, I know him from Hunters. That's why I know him. Okay. He's in Hunters. All right. That makes sense. Um, and he was also in Fury, which I liked Fury as well. So that makes sense. So he was in Percy Jackson's, oh, so we'll go to the beginning. Because I know the first one was, was it a, Wow, he was in Butterfly Effect? That's crazy. So this doesn't make any sense, though. So they started off with Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief? Uh, well, all of them had, like, Percy Jackson and then, you know, whatever underneath it. I think everyone, it was just easy just to go one, two, and three. Well, so it's Percy Jackson, the Olympians, the Lightning Thief, Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters, and then that was it. So there's only two of them. So, I mean, it wasn't that many. I thought there was more. I could have swore there was one that was just Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So. There's only two of them? That's what it's saying. Huh. And the Olympians. <clears throat> there was a miniseries. Yeah, that's crazy. There's only two of them. And then they have the the one it's set for this year. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, just two of them. Hmm. Original air date, 2021. We'll see what happens. But they're casting for it now. But it's not as exciting as the next bit of info. And there are some changes that Tim doesn't know about to this that I'm going to talk about once we finish releasing this stuff. We're going to spend too much time. But... So Marvel released a new trailer that showed clips from a bunch of different stuff, like people walking through New York, whatnot. And then it showed clips from Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings and the Eternals, which both had not had not had any real clips out, aside from little images from Shang-Chi, and that was about it. Um, I think there was a there was like a mini trailer or like a set thingy for Shang-Chi, but that's it. I didn't realize that Shang-Chi is the older son. Um on Kim's convenience. So I was kind of excited to I'm like that guy looks familiar. Yeah, he's there. But they also had the release dates for Black Panther 2 and Captain Marvel 2. Now, you heard how I said that. You'll know what Black Panther 2 
is the, the name is because you know when i read the list dates but here's what the release date is so far for basically the next two years um black widow comes out july 9th 2021 shang chi and the legend of the ten rings comes out september 3rd 2021 eternals comes out number november 5th 2021 spider-man no way home comes out december 17th 2021 Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness comes out March 25th of 2022, which is almost done filming, as well as Thor Love and Thunder May 6th, 2022, which is almost done filming. Black Panther Wakanda Forever July 8th, 2022. The Marvels, I put parentheses Captain Marvel 2, comes out November 11th, 2022. You have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania February 17th, 2023, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 May 5th, 2023. James Gunn has come out to say that he is actually excited the film has been pushed back because he feels like he has a lot more to work with. He thinks things are going to be better for the film at being delayed this long. Um, Mind you, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is set right after the first one, so there's a possibility that this could come right back to right after everyone came back from the snap and the hunt for Gamora, which I think is actually going to happen in Thor Love and Thunder, but we'll see what happens, Um, which actually... Technically, when they've heard this, Thor Love and Thunder comes out in less than a year because it's May May 7th when this is going to drop, May 6th, 2022. Right. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy will be in two years, exactly two years. Two years from from a recording right now, yep. Um, But the one that everyone noticed was Captain Marvel 2 is called The Marvels. And there's a rumor that they're going to bring in, spoiler alert, for... Um, a Scarlet, uh, the what is the what is the one what was it called? Um, dude, you're asking the wrong person. The show, the uh, WandaVision. So, spoiler from WandaVision, um, Rambo, I think it's Marie, Maria Rambo, I can't remember what the daughter's name is, but she gains powers in WandaVision. You know, it's kind of a spoiler, kind of a not. If you haven't watched WandaVision yet, you're not going to watch it, watch it because there's too much other stuff on there. So I'm going to confirm her name. So Monica Rambo is who Tayana Paris plays. And Monica Rambo is the daughter of Maria Rambo, I believe. I can't remember her name is now. I'm going to have to look up Captain Marvel. Uh, is that? So uh, she, and so is she, John Rambo her grandpa? Shut up. No? <laughs> no. That's all I got. So Captain Marvel, so her mom in, because she's in, oh, wow, Monica Rambo, 11 years old. I never even saw that. That's kind of cool. Um, Maria, so it is Maria Rambo. So they played best friends. Her and Carol Danvers, who is Captain Marvel, played best friends in Captain Marvel, the original. Well, in this new one, there seems to be some animosity from Monica Rambo against captain marvel carol danvers because they were close when she was a kid she picked the colors in the movie type thing well there's rumors that she because her character uh gains powers in wandavision goes in the comics she goes by the name photon she also played captain marvel i believe at one point she goes by a bunch of names well there's her and then there's ms marvel who Ms. Marvel, I believe, is a show that's coming out, I'm going to tell you right now, because it's filming right now. It's actually a TV show for um, uh, Disney+, Plus, and it looks like it's 2021 is when it's supposed to come out. Uh, really, that's crazy. Um, it's the original air date, 2020. Okay, so it might not come out. I'll look up more info on it, but so 
the girl who plays um her name's Kamala Khan and she has very similar colors to Miss Marvel or to uh, Captain Marvel but she's Miss Marvel and the rumor is all three of them are going to talk team up that's why it's called the Marvels so there's a lot of speculation that people were like man um I don't know why they're having a second Captain Marvel. I enjoyed the film, but I will say I don't, you know, I guess you're going to have a second one, I guess, kind of. I don't know. But, you know, we're going to see what happens. Uh, oh, so and it says right here, the series will serve as a setup for the film, The Marvels. So it's scheduled to, to premiere late this year. It doesn't have an actual date. So we're going to see what happens. But I was just kind of interested because I'm like, that's the first time we've seen a name that doesn't really indicate that the main character is going to be the only one. It's kind of similar to Captain America Civil War, which really literally had almost every single Marvel character besides the Hulk and Thor. It wasn't really a Captain America movie. It was a Captain America and his side against Iron Man and his side, which was the Civil War. So we'll see what happens. I am most looking forward to at this point Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings because the Ten Rings have hinted at bad things this whole entire time. And it looks like um, the Mandarin is Shang-Chi's father is what it looks like in the trailers. And the Mandarin is who they basically were trying to um, is he's a bad villain in, in Marvel. Ten doesn't know. So we'll see what happens. Um I'm just stoked because they have the full list out there. As soon as I saw it, like that's why Tim Tim probably noticed I had a lot of stuff on the list already because I was so excited and I was putting everything in because I was like, this is so cool, man. We're getting so much stuff and I'm going to force Tim to go to a movie with me. I may have to force him to come down if he's not working to watch Black Widow with me because I'm going well, well, to force him to go to movies. We'll do, it. we'll do it in two years <laughs> on May 5th, 2023. Yeah. We'll set up that fun for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next one, I'm stoked for this one, too. So I've, I, 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 was, I liked Sons of Anarchy quite a bit, but it wasn't like, eh, you know, it wasn't like anything crazy. But Mayans MC feels more gritty, feels more true to, like, just like a great drama. And um, it got renewed for a season four. Like legitimately all the shows that are being renewed and canceled are coming out right now. They're announcing them. Um, there's been a couple uh, we're going to talk about in a second that I'm devastated by, but it is what it is. But excited for Mayans MC being renewed for season four. Uh, the next one that I think is amazing. And I saw a TikTok about this, Tim, right after you posted this. So, <laughs> Uh, Taika Waititi is going to play famous pirate Blackbeard in an HBO Max comedy, Our Flags Mean Death. And basically, I saw a TikTok where someone was like, you know, how come you, you what made you pick to be, to be the person who played Cord in um, the Thor uh, Ragnarok movie? He goes, why did I pick to play the most awesome character? He's like, I pick a character in every single movie I make because I'm a narcissist like that. Because, but also I like to have fun, and he's amazing in every. So, people hated it. I loved it. The Jojo Rabbit, that one where he played imaginary Hitler was insane. Because I don't know who else could have played that character who could have been basically. 
I mean, he showed people, you know, if you didn't know what Hitler was about, you felt it coming from Taika Waititi's portrayal of this imaginary character off his little boy's mind. And so I loved him in that. I loved him as Cork. He was uh, IG-11 in The Mandalorian. I mean, he's played all these pinnacle characters who are not even main characters. They're side small characters who have only so much time, but he puts everything into it. So I'm excited for him to play this character. Um, it hopefully will be fun. And well, um, and I didn't know it was going to be a comedy. I just thought it was yeah. for what well, I didn't read the whole article that just said it was HBO Max. I'm like, oh, cool. Awesome. They could do a lot, you know, a lot of stuff with that, with it being HBO, obviously. And it's this comedy. Right. I'm like, ooh, that's even better. Right. Yeah. Um, so. The, the HBO Max is knocking it out. Um, Avenue Seven, I think it's called, um, the one with Hugh Laurie um, and Josh Gad. That's one. It's like a space drama. It's a space comedy in the future, but huh. there, it's really good. And There's that's so on it many... right now, or is it coming out? No, it's on there. It already, I've already I binge watched the first season a long time ago. I oh, don't man. know if they're doing a season I'll two. It's called Avenue Five. That's what it's called. Avenue Five. Uh, I don't see any news. Oh, there is going to be season two. It says this year. So um, Josh Gad's in it. And it doesn't show anyone in the new season. So I don't know why Josh Gad is on that. But Zach Woods on it, which is the skinny guy from uh, Silicon Valley, The Office. Um and then also Andy Buckley, who was on The Office, Jessica St. Clair, who I love everything she's in. You got Kyle Bornheimer, who is another actor. You'll see his face and you'll go, oh, my gosh, I know that guy. And so there's a lot of people in it. So obviously, like I said, Hugh Laurie and Josh Gad, it's hilarious. And I feel like HBO Max, The Righteous Gemstones, all these shows that came from HBO are doing great on there. Um, the only one that was serious that I've watched is the Wolves one. What was it called? Raised by Wolves. That's the only serious one I've watched that was really great on there that drew my attention. But Avenue five is a great one. If you haven't watched it yet, um, I does say they're working on it right now. Uh, but you are going to have to look forward to, you know, our flags mean death, which since Taika is probably working on love and thunder right now, it is kind of, I don't know, going to be delayed probably a little bit, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Oh, when will it be a season two? It was in renewed. Probably if half his first aired. It's basically blah blah blah. Oh wow! It doesn't say anything. See, that's why I hate about Luke. I go to these websites. You search, and they make you go through all this stuff. Oh wow! Is there, it says a renewed. Come on, let's go. It doesn't make it. Doesn't say. So whatever. So basically, we'll see when it comes out. So looking forward to the Taika one because, you know, he's obviously amazing. And we'll see what happens. But to the sad news. I love this show so much. I, it was on a different network for the longest time. And then it, it basically was just kind of like a sleeper hit. And it did so great that um, Netflix picked it up for the uh fourth season and you could tell like you could see the difference in the production values um and that show it basically has i love saying this because 
It starts off every single episode. He goes, I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred. And it's he's basically the whole show is about Uhtred of Bedenburg going back to take his land, who his uncle wrongfully took from him. And it's crazy. It's crazy. It's based on real people. It's based on real characters. Um, basically, Uhtred, I've talked about it before. He is taken in by um, some Vikings, and they give him uh, – he goes by Uhtred, but I can't remember what they call him. He has a Dane name, which they call him. Are you Saxon? Are you Dane? And he speaks both. But uh, it's based – like one of the characters uh, – what was his name? Is King Alfred is a real character. Like a lot of the stuff that happened really happened, so it's kind of crazy about that. But we're only getting one more season. Season five will be the last for Uhtred and the gang. Um, he did lose Father Boyeka, which was my favorite. Um, he was, uh, he, he was, I liked him. He was awesome. But you lose him and you lost, you know, obviously you have to lose certain people because it just it was the way it worked. But it is kind of sad because it was such a great show. So if you haven't watched it yet, Last Kingdom, it's medieval. It's great. for Not good for kids. Lots of nudity, uh, weirdly. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with that. All right. So the next thing that we have is Tom Hanks' ping pong paddle from Forrest Gump sold for $25,600 at auction. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Pretty crazy. That's a lot. It's a lot. I would not would have expected that. From, I don't know if it's autographed or I didn't look in that. Maybe it's autographed. I don't know. Right. And I mean, as much as I would love to see him do that, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows by now, uh, he didn't actually do that. All the, the ping pong right. ball was CGI. So, right. Um, so, but still, it was cool. To whoever got it. <laughs> right. Hey, he um, helped save the, uh, you know, save the nation with that exactly. in the movie. Um, Disney has a patent application shows how Project Kiwi free roaming group animatronic makes and maintains eye contact. This thing is insane. Right. The way it moves, it moves basically like a human. It it has the articulation of its legs and arms are insane. It shows it. It can balance on one leg. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So and like I said, I didn't know like (laughs) it could maintain eye contact with you. I thought it's just. Hey, there's a guy working it and, you know, it just follows you or, 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 you know, he's following it. But um, it describes a system that uses light passing through the animatronics eye to quote unquote see, guess, and make eye contact. Stationary mm-hmm. cameras assist the animatronics as it locates the guest in the scene. So it's, I mean, it could lock onto you and follow yep. you. <clears throat> and I think that's a similar thing to where I know there's some people that they can put cameras into their eyes. So, like, if they lose an eye, you can get a camera one. So, it's not for people who have good, have bad eyes, like, they lose their sight. It's for people who, like, damage an eye. They can put cameras into their eye socket, basically, and they wire it to their brain. And it works like, you know what I mean? It works yeah. like you can see through it. And I bet you something similar to that. Yeah, but it was, I didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't know that it would... Um, you know, actually follow you. I thought it was just more of a you know normal animatronic and just with the lifelike moves yeah. <laughs> and everything. But yeah, it says they heard, 
the uh, the character's head can tilt while still maintaining eye contact with the observer. So, I mean, it's crazy what they can do. And this thing isn't that tall. So you no. got to pack all of that stuff into a small character. Which I don't uh, know how they're doing it because right now they're controlling it by, by cable. So there's a cable yeah. plugged into the back of it. So I don't know how they're going to make it wireless completely. Because they right. said that is the goal. The goal is is to make it R2-D2-like where it can free range roam around the park. Which people don't know. Something like this, there are cast members. So usually they have two cast members per something like this to make sure no one damages it. No one knocks it over or whatever. Because it's going to happen. Because kids are just, just kids are. So I can't wait till they unveil it. I have a feeling they're getting ready for, for the next item on our list um, around that same time. Because it seems like things are going to be so busy at that time that, you know, which the next item is the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel is opening in 2022. And they made the announcement. It was just crazy is people didn't a lot of people didn't even realize they're talking about the opening of the hotel because they showed a video of Ray using the real working lightsaber. Now, I watched that video so many times. I figured out how it works. Well, they, there's a uh, uh, on Twitter when uh, Josh Tomorrow did it a month ago. Yes. That on on how on how it worked. You can see on the inside. There's the piece on the inside. I couldn't see that at first, and it shoots out something similar to where it's almost like it's a. Uh, it's not. It's not, like it's like almost like a plastic. It's one of those ones that you see that's very thin that coats yeah. it. And basically comes out, but it looks amazing, especially the way it does come out. I don't yeah. think I'll get one because I think it's way too easy to break. I'd rather get a nice hilt instead. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be because me and a buddy at work were talking about it and I showed him the video and he he thought, you know, I showed it to me. He's like, OK, what's so impressive about that? I'm like, that's not CGI. He's like, what? I'm like, that's not CGI. That's straight yeah. up. And he's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so he's like, oh, that'd be awesome to have. He's like, but I guarantee it. He's like, you probably can't fight with it. I'm like, no, it's not going to be like the ones where they have like the, the Jedi temples or whatnot. They Correct. fight Darth Vader Correct. or anything like that. <clears throat> it's going to be one where you're just going to sit there and just like show off with it. You're going to, you know, uh, you know, retract it. And uh, I don't know what the word is for, to, you know, to get it out or whatnot. Um, ignite. <laughs> yeah, ignite and retract it. Uh, and it's probably going to be. I mean, the ones that you build at Savvy's Workshop are two hundred, at least two hundred bucks. I think it's like two twenty. They just up the price. Two, at, two, at I think this, it's two fifteen or two twenty five, something like two, that. Yeah, yeah, they just up the price on it. So it's basically you know two two hundred plus bucks for that one. And that one, the the saber part of it is it's uh, ignited. The, you know the whole time. It's not like you know you can't put it down or whatnot. Or this one with it actually. Like you said, igniting, retracting. I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be closer in like that four to five hundred dollars. I betcha. Some something like that. Something like that. We're gonna see. Or you know, you never know because the quality of the handle, because someone said that they they that apparently they tried they had one before that was similar to this, the GE one, but they said the handle was so big that it looked ridiculous, so no one <laughs> bought it. So, you know, you never know. Things could change, but yeah, I think it's gonna be in the five hundred dollar range. Right, and um, yeah, but the thing I, is, I'm, is, I'm gonna have to have someone I know from Florida buy it for me if I want it to, because it's only gonna be Walt Disney World when it, when it debuts next year. Yeah, exactly, and I'm sure it'll, uh, and it might be one of those things because you're already playing 
a lot of money for that uh, Galactic Star Cruiser hotel already yep. and being immersed yep. in it. So it could be one of those things where it's like, hey, if you add this lightsaber onto it, normally it's 500 bucks, but we'll give it to you for, you know, $100 or 200 bucks because you're already paying so much. Well, was it minimum two nights stay at the hotel already? So, I mean, I could see that they get first dibs on it because that's a perfect launching pad for it. Um, unless they already had it when star Wars land opened. Uh, but since they don't I mean, it'll be there. And then I'm sure eventually it'll work its way out to, uh, to Batu and then over here to, um, Batu West coast. Yeah. Batu West. Yeah. And I think what I've seen too, so people don't realize real quick before we go on to the next, the actual Disney pile, um, the Star Wars hotel will be immersive. So basically the, it'll be similar to Batu, where the people will not know what you're talking about unless you're speaking in their terms. They will, they, they can't, you can't walk up to them and say, which way is it towards the parks? Like they don't understand. They literally, you are on a star cruiser. They are members of that crew. You know, mind you, the probably the front desk won't be as, but it's supposed to be designed yeah. as immersive. You, I believe even the windows you look out look like you're looking out into space. Yes, I don't so think there's you can't look out into the park no. or anything. It's all nope. it's all legit. <clears throat> like so, yeah. remember that. But if any of you go, you want to hook me up one, you know, you know, I'll give you a little sponsorship on here or something. I don't know. Let me know. Um, uh, so. You said it was 420 days later is what it is, 12, Tim? 12. 412 days later, Disneyland reopened, and as Tim put it, it was glorious. Um, I hear, I heard very few complaints from people about the opening of the parks. I heard of very few issues from opening of the parks. Um, it felt like it was pretty much smooth this whole entire time, which was shocking to me because I was kind of like, there's going to be something going wrong. But like, I told my wife that, you know, they ran the, the rides once a week, I think, or something like that. There was someone, maintenance people were there doing stuff to make sure the rides ran. So it wasn't like one of those things where, like, a theme park is just shut down and nothing's running. You know, a lot of times if you drive by, like, um, Six Flags during the wintertime when it's closed, you'll see the roller coasters going because they have to make sure they still run. They have to keep them lubed up. They have to keep everything going because if it sits, it can go bad. So yeah. I am well, very and they happy. Had- and they had cast member preview three days before, so they three were days before, true. Yeah. They were running, uh, you know, at, at normal, well, not normal capacity, but yeah, with a, with a load on them and not just empty vehicles running through. So, and, did you happen yeah. to watch any um, like streamers or bloggers or whatnot when they first opened up the park? I did not see. I didn't watch. I didn't want to watch any of it. We're we're planning a trip in September, I believe. Now, so I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm avoiding it all. No, just no, just the opening ceremony that. They oh did. no! Oh, I heard dude, it was it, pretty emotional. I I, I, I would, know that I, Bob Iger would, was there. Josh Demaro was there. Yeah, uh, I'd go Bob back. Chappick and, was there. And, yeah, and so, the coolest the coolest thing I did see was I did get to see um, Josh Demaro bring up. I watched the video about him bringing up the new president of Disneyland, um, to up to Walt's apartment. And they do a thing where you go, they go on this little patio and they have lunch together and they talk about the role. And like Josh says, I fondly remember when I was brought up here and I want to make sure I do this for, for the next person. And they did it. And it was really cool. I saw that one. That one was, that one was really awesome. Well, and he actually gets, he's been the Disneyland resort president and hasn't had any parks open his whole tenure. He's had 
downtown Disney open. <laughs> that, right. That's it. So, yeah, no, it, it was awesome. They had um, Bob Chapek, you know, do like an opening announcement or whatnot. Obviously, Bob Iger was there as well, Josh Tomorrow, um, and then Ken Potrock, who is the president of the Disneyland uh, resorts as well. So they had their little um, opening ceremonies, I guess, there. And, you know, they said all their words or whatnot. There's cast members around it as well. And then the cool thing was, is after they were done, you know, the announcement, and this was before, um, I don't know if it, because there were some people there that were in there, but I think it was a media type deal. And then yes. Um, yes. everyone came in. Uh, and they, they had that, a media thing where basically people could go in to to take pictures and stuff of downtown as people came down. So it was setting yeah. up for like media style t- stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then um, the cool thing was, is after they were done with that, you know, kind of, you know, the parks will now be open here shortly. And every single one of them all went down and either gave a fist bump or Iger was doing the elbow bumps to every single one of the cast members. And it wasn't just like, okay, cool. I'm doing it just because media is here, but you could see um, them at, you know, talking and interacting with them, giving them the time of, you know, giving them time to each other. It's not right. just, Hey, thanks for being here. Fist bump onto the next one. I mean, it was, you could see them interacting. Um, and at one part, you can see in the video, Bob Iger, you know, was given his elbow bumps, and then he's like, oh, and he was about ready to give this other cast member an elbow bump. He's like, you know, kind of does the, oh, hold on, runs over somewhere, and I'm like, oh, dude, that guy got screwed. Well, nope, he did whatever he did, came back, and then continued with the rest of the cast members that he didn't didn't see. I and mean, then, you, so- you got to think, think Bob Iger has been, like, just keeping this thing together, and I think he's probably also well, he had excited. A, I mean, he he's excited back. because the, he's excited because this is it. It means he can finally retire like he wanted to, which he yeah. is going to he's fully leaving the company this yeah. year. So, you know, yep. and along along that lines, we also have like they did all this stuff like so the next one was the well, before, before that. So when they open, you got all the cast members lining all of Main Street. I mean, from the train station, pretty much the beginning all the way till the end. So that was cool, and a lot of people, you know, got got emotional with that because you see all these cast members out here, and in the middle of them was all the bigwigs, you know, Demaro, uh, Pot Rock, Iger, and then um, oh, gee, who's the other one? Yeah, anyways, <laughs> um, we're all there waving to the guests as they were coming in, and you see, you know, all these people that knew them were like, oh, dude, you have like all the big wigs here that need to be that have ties to to Disney. Well, and I did see there was a lot more suited people than I had seen before cuz when we went yep. for the grant for the opening for the Gal- Gardens of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, there was a lot of big wigs. Like I even talked to like the guy saw me um cuz we had our vests on and they are Guardians of the Galaxy themed, so they're like are you excited and I'm like who is this guy? And uh I was like this is crazy. This this guy is in a suit. So I know they went all out, and I know that they knew that because did they announce the new annual pass uh, plan for this year before the opening, or was it after they opened on Friday? They announced it Thursday, right? Uh, it was that they were have annual passes this year, right? They announced it before the park opened. Um, I'm yes, pretty it was sure Thursday when sure he was on the, was the, the podcast. Yeah. 
So I, I feel like everyone's kind of, they're getting back in that mood. I know that Bob Iger does have ties to the governor, so maybe he said something, maybe he didn't, but I'm excited it's open. I'm glad they're going to unveil a new pass this year. And the craziest part about all this stuff that I'm looking at right now, I don't want to go too long. We're not too bad, but so we put on here. So there's a couple of things, two different rides. So Indiana Jones ride opened with with basically plexiglass, physical distancing, all of that. But the big one to me was that the Jungle Cruise is going to open this summer. And it seems like they're not even close to being done, but apparently they're a lot closer than we thought. Because that's only two months away, basically. Yeah. Well, it says summer. It could be early summer. It could be late summer. So it could True. be two months. It could be four months. And, I mean, they were only doing just a couple scenes of it. And, you know, uh, with the scenes, all they had to do is take it out and put it, put it in granted yeah right. is in in the water but um like we saw the one at disney world well to replace the guys you know for um animatronics on a pole you take the whole pole out and then you put the guy take the guys off put the new guys on you slap that baby back in there boom that you know pretty much that's uh, I, i'm sure there's other stuff going on in that scene but that's um that one's done but just really quick on the indiana jones one the plexi. The reason I put on here is on the plexiglass. So you got three rows in the. They're not called jeeps because jeeps trademarked in the troop transports, um, and they're using the middle row is where the plexiglass is at. So okay. they're only loading two rows. So instead okay. of putting like the plexiglass, um, like you see on some of them, right where the railings at, where like the back yeah. the backrest is at, so you could load all. Uh, all which, rows, which nope, I, they have I did see, I did right see across the scenes of of uh, Big Thunder Mountain, and there's not enough people to fill them up, anyways. There's, yeah, it's not, it's not crazy, you know. Real quick, we'll skip the next one just to go because of what I'm saying. Like um, Snow White's Enchanted Wish attraction, they had a line; it went from the ride to uh, to um, to what call it to Frontierland. Now, did you put this one in here about being criticized on that one? Yeah. So that's a lie. What? You do not fake. <laughs> it's fake. How is it, how is, how is it fake? So it's because, a scene that's in there. No, no. But what happened was it was two, two women from San Francisco wrote an article saying that they said that it was, it was blah, 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 blah. Well, Fox News took it and ran it saying that basically that the kiss between the prince and to wake up Snow White was un- non-consensual, blah, 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 blah. But then when you look at it deeply, they actually said they loved the ride. They loved the change to it. They loved everything about it. They just mentioned it. Fox News, now I always tell people I lean towards conservative, you know, no big deal. But they went too far on this one because literally it's gone away. It went away in the one day. No one's talking about it anymore. No one's mentioning it. And I feel like part of it's because Disney's already said, we know we have an issue with, you know, certain things from the old cartoons, but you can teach your kids, whatever. I read the article the first time. I'm like, wait, what the heck? And then I did my research and Fox News was blowing it out of proportion. And people are now mad at Fox News because they're like, well, you're going to keep shining a light on this and people are going to shut it down because they didn't even know. They didn't even think about that when they saw it. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't show them kissing, I don't think, on the ride. It shows them leading to it, but not actually. It looks just like the book, apparently. When you look at the book, it's yeah, the he's, same, he's same lean, scene. Yeah, he's, he's leaning in lean, to give her a, a kiss. To, her I mean, kiss, their right. lips don't lock, but I right. mean, he's they're like in. a couple. Right. Yeah, they're a right. couple inches, a couple inches apart. But I mean, that just goes to show you how, um, 
you know, the media will take something and oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and run with it. So, I mean, which, it's not that I, it wasn't, it, it was wasn't one false sentence. or anything because they right. did say it. Right, but it was one sentence, and they made it sound like everyone was calling for a boycott, and I was like, wait, what? And so, but. Yeah, well, and, and it just, when you get some of these bigger companies, it must have been a slow day to pick up on that, but yes. you get these one article that has one sentence, and you get a big um, news company that picks it up and runs that, especially, like you said, whichever way you lean, you know, Sometimes some issues, this side picks it up and runs with it because that's to their narrative and you right. know, vice versa. So with this one, you pick it up and run with it because there was a podcast for, you know, with you bringing it up and running with it. Um, the podcast I was just listening to driving home from work, they said the same thing. It's like it was one article um, that was mentioned this. And you thought it was across the whole AP press, but it's like, no, then you get certain people that latch onto the article and take it and run. And since they have a bigger reach and a bigger audience, um, there it goes. But I saw that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it couldn't even not even a week. And there's, you know, something already. Right. You know, go, going so. going on with it. And then I'm like, oh, wait, if we're doing this. You could go on any ride and say it, but I just I saw that and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's very in, very interesting, and I'm sure it was going to get yeah. brought up whether it's right now or not. But like you said, it's gone with. I mean, granted, I know we're talking about it right now, but yeah, it was there for it's 24, 48 yeah. hours, and then as soon as it came, like basically as soon as I typed this, it was done. Yeah, exactly. But the ride is looks. It looks awesome. amazing. It looks phenomenal. I just saw the end part of it, but I guess the whole thing looks great. Um, yeah. We'll go back to the the one cool thing I did to say was saw was the haunted mansion opened up with the updated load area, the through the pet cemetery to the secret entrance, and I believe it's because they can't use the stretching room. Correct? No, they use the stretching room, but because of capacity, they're only allowing five parties in the stretching room. Okay. So since that is a big people eater. Um, with the Omni Mover in there, uh, yeah. uh, ride vehicles is that they are using. Because um, I've seen it before. It's when you're walking through the cemetery. It's There's a door the, on the left. Yeah, it's a door on the left, and it like sits down low below your feet. Yes. Well, remember the stretching room is actually an elevator, and you're going downstairs. Well, at Disney World, it doesn't do that. Um, it, it stretches, but it's not an elevator. An actual, um, you know, you're not going downstairs it's just the room is stretching where this one it's an elevator you're going downstairs into the right, right. vehicle so the and way i believe to get down, Dis- you have to get disney down there World, so disney world isn't there three there's two different doors to go to too isn't there at disneyland there's two. there is two. Oh, there there's is? Okay. two elevators i couldn't remember if it was there <clears> too yeah um but it's actually you know it's a transportation method to get you down so with those doors with that door sitting lower you're already kind of down there um and it it was cool because it you go through that, so you're not going through the stretching room. You go through that, go through, it's like a little cast member hallway, and then it pops you out basically at the doors where the stretching room pops you out at, so you still get to go down, see the portraits there, and uh, and the new loading area. But it was funny, because everyone was like, oh, secret entrance. I'm like, well, it's been there. you could call it secret, but it's a, it was a cast member entrance before, where they come right. and go if they were right. to to get Switch out people change people out yeah, yeah exactly. but it is cool to actually see it yeah exactly now. so yeah so the haunted mansion we were talking about we had to took a little bit of a break 
secret entrance, all that good stuff. Let us know if you have any favorite like Disney secrets or I know there's not very many because they have so many books out now. But let us know. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Gaming, and go there. Find us on one of your favorite platforms and let us know. Um, the next one, I'm kind of excited for this because this is kind of like um, so for those that don't know, when Disney World reopened, they basically had like a period where it was packed, like a month was just packed solid. And then all of a sudden, like clockwork, everything started slowing down. Like it was legitimately, I think within like in, within two weeks of that month, they reinstated all the annual pass holders being able to make reservations that same day if it was available. Things changed pretty quickly. They changed the way they did a lot of stuff because nobody was going because they're like the nostalgia wore off. They can go now whenever they want especially with California still enforcing the non-Californian people not allowed, that's going to make a difference. Obviously, when we want to go, probably it'll be people coming from everywhere, but we're going to book it in advance, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, this right here is the last event that's kind of like, so I give it a month from June 4th. June 4th is when the Avengers Campus opens. So the sign and land barriers have been installed near Guardians of the Galaxy, which means they're going to basically, once those comes down, you're going to have everything feeding you into that area where Bugs Land was. Um, I do believe, didn't it kind of go into the parking lot, too, where you run the run? They kind of took over yeah. some of that back area, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, Bugs Land, and then the back area, like, back area. right adjacent yeah. to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because there was a lot of dead area over there by Bugs Land, so it kind of wasn't that much. But since they have, like, three new rides and experiences and stores, you know, th- that makes me excited. But I give it a month from June 4th when, before we see what it's really going to be like, honestly. Yeah. Well, and you're, I mean, everyone's going to rush, rush there in the beginning. Right. And then, I mean, then it's going to be, you know, summer after that. So you're going to have the summer crowds, but I don't know if, you know, how crowded it really is going to it's be. It's going to be hot and wearing a mask. Yep. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. And, you know, Maybe some people, what they'll do is, hey, I'll get a park hopper. I'm going to start over at Disneyland first and then wait until the one o'clock or whatever time it is by then. And then uh, see if, you know, stuff has died down or jump over at that time or, um, you know, what what people. I didn't know this until I was told to me, uh, you know, a handful of years ago is if you get in line before the park closes, say the park closes at 11 o'clock. You get in line at 10.59, even if it is a three-hour wait, as long you as you were, get in line yep. before the park closes. And they'll have a you know, cast member right there. And, yep. I mean, we've done it before in Cars Land, and it was a four-hour, you know, a good three-hour wait. We got in line right at 10 o'clock, because I think it closed at 10 o'clock. And we were walking out of there at, you know, 12.30. Um, yep. You know, they, they let you in. And then as soon as it's like, nope, sorry, cut off. And they're like, oh, come on, we're right here. Nope, sorry. You know, too, you're too slow. So, you know, I could see people doing that as, as well, especially during summer. It's going to be cooler at night. And when you're leaving, there's going to be nobody in the park. Because by the time you walk through the yep. line, through the right, and come out. Now, granted, when you're coming out, you could only go straight to the exit. You can't wander around because they had security guards at every point were right. – you could walk around for, you know, walk over, which that's uh, actually, we did that one time. We did a fast pass for the last time available for cars land. 
mm-hmm. when we came back, there was a shorter line. So we were walking out like at 1045 and there's cast members just waiting kind of in those areas with security. Yep. But people always wonder, that's how people get those photos of the castle yeah. with nobody in there is what they'll do is they go to the very back of the park, try and get on. It's a small world or the Matterhorn for the last ride of the night. And you kind of just walk slowly because they can't make you walk faster, but they can wait because people don't realize there's people there all night long cleaning yeah. all night long. So it's not like, oh, hey, I'm going to be sneaky. You're not being sneaky. They're they're going to be there, and you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're you can't hide in the bathroom because they go and clean, yeah. go clean them. They have a whole night crew there. No. And the cool thing is, what they used to do. I don't know if they still do it or will do it, just with you know coronavirus and whatnot. Is the last person that leaves the park because there's a security guard there, and they have to give like all clear the park. You know, all clear is the last person that leaves. Um, they're the one that gets to give the all, you know, over the radio that gives the all clear. Well, that's pretty now, cool. Now, whether they still do it or not. Um, so, like you said, that's how people get those nice shots at the end of uh, uh, end of the night in front of the castle or in front of any ride with nobody there. Yeah, so, I didn't know about that, but that is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I learned that a couple years ago. I'm like, oh, that is awesome. Especially yeah. if you're like, you know, you're a little kid or something and like security or you know, police or anything like that. And then you get to give the all clear that the whole park is there's no more guests in it. That's, you know, for a kid, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. That, yeah, that is kind of a dream come true. So, um, the next thing I see is, so they're estimating that Disneyland took a $4.3 billion loss. That is insane. That's crazy. And especially I mean, think and think about it. They're doing a Jungle Cruise uh, refurb. Haunted Mansion went through a refurb. Snow White went through a refurb. Now, granted, those were probably already in the budget um, before the uh, you know uh, the parks were shut down. True, but you know all these ones that, and then you got you know Avenger Campus and everything going on. So I wonder how long it'll be or how quickly it will be for. You know, now these upcoming, you know, next two years on if they're going to still do a lot or maybe I do a little bit here, a little bit there to kind of recoup and get that bankroll back to what it was. I mean, granted, well, I mean, they didn't go bankrupt or anything, but no, they I mean, they did. But lose te- a, technically, a good when you think about it, what possibly could be happening, too, is. So they basically went ahead. So they lost $4.3 billion. So you figure when they do refurbishments, when they cut people come in, they probably cut their losses in half when they Mm -hmm. do them during the normal season. So what if they just accelerated everything? So basically when they come back to their investors next year, they're at a pure profit because (laughs) things are not going to be like, like Tim said earlier, they raised the price of the star Wars lightsabers in um, savvy's workshop. They're probably going to raise the price because even if they raise the price of something 50 cents, that still is a huge profit for them on everything. Food items, all that stuff. And with gas going up, just just imagine what the prices are going to be like this summer. It's going to be insane. So they're going to make their money back. But that is a big number because what people don't know, and I've said before, like when I, I worked at a job. Where people were mad because it was it was nationwide, and they're like, "How could they? How could they do this? They made they made two two billion dollar profit, and I'm like, or two million dollar profit last year. I'm like, yeah, but they probably told their investors they were going to make a six million, eight million dollar profit. So technically, they got a six million dollar loss. Yeah. So on this one, 
that estimated $4.3 billion loss could potentially be like, like an $8 billion loss. Cause they told them they were going to make four, you know, 8 billion. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a lot worse than you, you think, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it is a big number, but I mean, they're a big company as well. But like you said, with those, you know, refurbs and everything, they probably said, okay, it should take, I don't know, five months, but that's with the parks, you know, operating. Right. And basically, if you had to bring any type of heavy equipment in there, you're pretty much doing it at night. I mean, you're not going to, I mean, granted, you wouldn't need a crane, but, um, you know, if you need to bring some bigger equipment in trucks or whatnot yep. uh, for Snow White's. I mean, a truck's going to block half of that fantasy land area. So you got to do all that at night. Well, when you have nobody there, shoot, it probably could take four months, but maybe they do it in two because they're working just during the day. Maybe don't need anybody at night or small things at night. You could get that going and maybe come in under budget just because it's not going to take as long. Exactly. Which means you're paying union labor there. Uh, you know, the, the quicker you could get them in and get them out, you know, the, the next next project they could could go on so i mean yeah that could be so something i mean as well. and i know i know they have a plan so it's not like you know they don't know what they're doing they're disney yeah you know i'll, I'll be curious to say how long it you know to to recoup Whoa. everything what was that that was a loud whistle did you hear that uh-uh wow that was oh i think it's my microphone maybe uh-oh know. Either okay. that or you need you need to sage the house, get the spirits uh, Something. Out. I don't know, dude. I smell something burning. I can't Gosh. I smell something, man. Yeah, I'm tripping out right now. But <laughs> so um the so after that though, so here's the kind of cool. So there's two things back to back with the Grand California. So cast members received new costumes at Disney Disney's California, Grand California, and Spa. Now I mean, so that right there is kind of cool because I know they don't do new costumes very often. Um, and it's not like a whole them. huge change either. It's still, um, you know, they still have that Grand California look. So it's right. not like anything crazy. The big one, though, is that spot they modified park access, no direct entry into Disneyland or California Adventure. Yeah. Oh, no, so what, no direct entry into Disney California Adventure. Okay. Yeah, so that entry, because before when you stay there, that was a perk. You get to go, um, like, in the morning, um, you could go into California Adventure. When it opens, they have their own right. bag check security there. Right. And, and entrance into the backside over by the Rail, Redwood uh, Creek Challenge Trail. Well, now with it, that's going to be an exit only from the park. So what they're doing is they're directing everyone into downtown Disney, where mm -hmm. you would go to downtown Disney. That's the entrance. Um, because you still got to do bag check to get into downtown Disney. So you're getting checks before you go in, right? Then you got to walk around, go up to the Esplanade and either go left to Disneyland or right to California adventure. And like I said, once you're in California adventure, then you could exit through what used to be the entrance. And, and that an, sucks. It, I used to like going in the California, grand California and just relaxing by the f big fireplace. Right. And then, and then when you're ready to go back, boom, right back in there. Yeah. Uh, because but I know they, they did try that out when we were staying there. They did try that out where there was no entry for people that weren't guests of the hotel. Yeah. They tried that when I was there one time. So Yeah, because I, mean, I know they were doing it like in the mornings, like before 10 o'clock, it was just hotel guests, and you had to show your key. And then after right. that, it was kind of, okay, you know. 
if which they don't not, look if very they're closely, not in the park, then that's they don't look very closely at those keys because I used my um, hotel Block, key from Disneyland Hotel card. from Disneyland Hotel for like six months to get in for the early morning hour in the parks. They would let me walk right. by with the key. So well, I'm sure uh, as long as you have a, a key to the resort, they should. Okay. I mean, but we weren't we weren't staying there. We were using the first one we got. No, I know, but I mean, as long as you're staying at the That's at true. a resort hotel, yeah. <laughs> but uh, still, I I'd be pissed if I paid all that money <laughs> to stay there and they let you know, yeah, you, exactly. you lower class people in, yeah. Um, so exciting news for people in in uh, Florida. So Orange County, the Florida businesses do no longer need to do temperature checks because they're deemed a waste of resources. And Disney World has announced they will stop doing temperature checks by the end of this month. So um, the crazy part for me is, is I'm not trying to get political or anything, but Dr. Fauci has did say last summer, summer, last summer, that temperature checks were basically useless. So um, that kind of speaks for itself. So Yeah. Well, and, and I know when some people were getting vaccinated, especially on the drive-through ones, um, they said, hey, do you have your, like if you went during, you know, winter early on, they said, do you have your heater on? They're like, yeah, we're in a car and I have my window down. I have the heater on. They're like, okay, well, either turn it off or turn it on low because it'll affect your temperature. Right. Like, well, hold on, wait, you know, wait here. What the heck? So now it's going to be, you know, the middle of summer in Florida. You're going to scan my forehead, which is like a heater outside. So how exactly. is it? Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know the science behind it, but just, um, you know, using using that right there and getting false readings. Well, then how can you base it on that? So. It's tough. It's tough, yeah. especially because like when I go into places where I do my work, you know, they'll be a little scan me and then they're like, you're 94.7. I'm like, I guess I'm dead. And right, exactly. laugh a little bit. I'm <laughs> R- like, rub why, the ice cube you, on your forehead. Why are you so cold? I go, I was driving in my truck using the air conditioner because it's hot outside. I mean, and I don't it know was what you're going to do. Right on my face. <laughs> so usually what I'll do is I'll actually get to an account. I'll get out. I'll actually turn my truck off and I'll get my paperwork and everything ready just sitting there. And yeah. that way, you know, it, it, I'm cooled off a little bit and they, they give you some leeway. So good news for them. Well, and, it's funny. Yeah. They'll only, they'll only uh, not allow you in if you have a high temperature. But like you said, with the low temperature, right. oh, you're fine. It's like, exactly. what was it? Oh, it was 89.3. Oh, cool. So I'm like dead. They're like, yeah, but yeah. you're not over 101. So you're fine. Exactly. Um, and along with that, the new Florida public uh, health advisory state. Uh, fully vaccinated people no longer required to wear face masks, which I have heard from multiple sources. That's, you know, that's what they were leaning towards is once you become certain percentage, no face mask required. And then that's what they're doing with anyone who's fully vaccinated. No more. So awesome. Um, and then and mind Orlando, you, all of these but, are just, they're not yeah, I Put them in the Disney parks pile, right? But, but this is not the Disney state. coming out. This is just Correct. the state of Florida. Right. I have heard rumors that Disney will not be doing anything with vaccination. They're going to keep with the face mask wearing stuff like that because new yeah. stuff has been coming out saying that people who are fully vaccinated actually can't get the virus right now. At this point, most people who've been vaccinated with the last couple of months have been unable to contract the virus. So there's no way for them to spread the virus. So basically whatever the antibody, the uh, vaccine does, is it keeps it from being able to spread. Um, mm-hmm. So, but or so, and the Orlando International Airport has reduced the physical distancing to three feet 
amid county changes, which is actually now the federal, I believe it's three feet is what they've deemed federally. Most places are still doing six feet because if you put three feet, someone's going to be two feet up my butt. So if it's keep it at six feet, they're going to be four feet behind me anyways because people don't know how. Even when there was nothing like this, what I hated about Disney was I don't need your kid poking me in the butt. I get he's excited. I get they're having fun, but don't put me putting your finger up my butt. I just don't don't like you being up right behind me. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you do it to them and they get mad. But when they do it to you, it's exactly. And then lastly in our list, facial recognition park entry test ends at Disney World. Now, this doesn't really mean anything because Fast Pass, um, the new Fast Pass system at Disneyland ended. And I think they brought it, brought it back before the pandemic, obviously. They brought it back like three months later, I think it was, because they pulled everything out. And then magically the new system popped up at Big Thunder Mountain right before they did it. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, one of those things where they say it's over, but is it really over? You know, it should probably come back. And um, one thing I did learn from Tim's wife where she's the one that told me about the cameras in the park, how there's cameras that actually pick up your the lower half of your body everywhere in the park. Because when you go to kidnap a kid, what's the one thing you don't bring? You don't bring shoes because shoes. Well, now you just gave them all the idea to bring shoes now. You don't know what size shoes they're going to wear or nothing like that. So, hey, they, but it they, is an interesting thing, you know. No, ex- that's exactly. True. That's true. So, <clears throat> I know those cameras are already everywhere. These were just for entry. Because I know what, what's crazy is, yeah. is when we went together, what was it, 2000, oh. was it 12? 2012, 2013? 12, 13, yeah. So, when we went, they didn't have the pictures on the back of the passes yet. And then when we got our passes, they had the photo on the back. And then when we went, went, we let our pass expire and we went back again, they take a picture on your regular park hopper pass. So yep. they're very big about making sure you don't get in the park if it's not your pass. Cause that was what a lot of the SoCal residents were doing a while back was they were selling the pass saying, look, I got two days left on it. I only used one day. And then they were making basically half their money back and they don't want that to happen anymore. So, um, yep. yeah, it's, it's it, the park. We're going to have a lot more park news because things are going to happen. You know, eventually there's going to be a hiccup in the system. Someone's going to be mad. Someone's going to, something's going to happen to where things just don't make sense or, you know, it's going to happen. But what I am happy about is, is the opening so far has been flawless. It has been to the point where I haven't heard any crazy thing about some person got attacked or, you know, things of that nature. So I'm happy for that part. But yeah, exactly. We'll, if if you know. made if you survived the the queue and got your tickets and reservation once they came out, yeah. <clears throat> you know, then I, I will it was say one thing that sailing. was kind of funny to me was there was this girl on TikTok who was like um, Disneyland check, and she's like, um, just so everyone knows, um, if you do not complete the registration, you will not be able to get into the parks. So even though you have passes you will not have a reservation. And I, it was crazy is they, they have to, the way you have to do is you actually book your reservation and then they send you a registration email where you have to go in and register what park you're starting in. And they said, you got to make sure it has both logos on it to tell you which park is available. It's very valuable information because if you don't have this, you might have problems. You might not be able to get in and we don't want yeah. that. We want you guys telling us how much fun you're having so it can get us excited to go back and us to have fun because I miss Disney. The wife misses Disney. And um, it, it's going to be an all-around good time for anyone. 
And I, I hope everyone uh, who has gone that we know, I uh, hope you had a fantastic time. If you are going soon, if you're going to June 4th, um, I really, 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 really hope you guys uh, enjoy the opening. And I want all the pictures and all the videos. I don't care about spoilers about that. Send it all to me. I'll be super excited. So, uh, right. Well, and, and going back to your registration thing is they got the email and people are like, oh, cool. I got the email. I'm good to go. But it was the email that you had to. Yes, yeah, exactly. To send it. And yeah, it, yeah, that. That was I, they got kicked out. Good. They sent him away. They didn't kick him out, but they said, yeah, "You don't have to, you don't have an in reservation." Yeah, and they're like, "No, here I got the email right here." They're like, "No, that's the one you needed to fill out to get the yep. next email." Yep. yep. And yeah, so don't make the same mistake, um, and you yeah. won't have any issues. But and uh, I, you know, the other thing is that they were saying that some people were checking IDs for California residents, and yes. others weren't. So, um tread however you want to tread on that if, if you, you feel lucky if you, you want to take yeah if you feel lucky <laughs> hey, you want to do it, it do it exactly but remember if you get turned away you can't go to the ticket office and buy it you nope. gotta leave yep, you could go, exactly. go enjoy downtown disney that's about it that's true you know but if you come from far away that's not a good idea so right this <laughs> way exactly this way uh but that's it we have for this week nice and fun filled only a couple interruptions uh but we do want to thank you so very much for listening. Like I said all the time, thank you again to Tim's friends and to Larry because I see you listening. Mr. J. He said he could call him Mr. J. Mr. J. Okay, yep. Mr. J. Actually, I he did... said he could use his full name. I said, nope, you're going to be Mr. J. Mr. J. Uh, okay. Yep. Mr. J. So, Mr. J, thank you so much for listening and always questioning Tim when the podcast is going to get released. Just so you know, I control that. Tim is always clueless when it's going to drop. And sometimes I'm just lazy. You never know. It, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot, you know. Sometimes right. I edit it. And the thing is, is I have it on two computers right now because I'm lazy and I don't want to um, do the editing software. I have to set it up on here and I just haven't had time. But we do greatly appreciate you guys listening. Mr. J, when I come down, maybe for some golf, I'll have to meet up with you and see, uh, tell you how to take care of Tim the right way. Cause you know, <laughs> he's, he's a special boy, but, uh, thank yeah. you again all for listening and for going to all of our social medias and checking all that good stuff out. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.